When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for the first mailbag of 2022 here at The Alarmist. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Happy New Year. And fact checker Chris Smith. Hello. Well, uh, we wish everyone out there a happy and healthy 2022. How are we doing? What is, uh, 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 you know, Clayton, how are you doing? Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Yes, I'm doing well. I'm on a fitness journey. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound unique or what? You are. You? Wow. I think you might be the only one. Yeah, I might be the only one, but I'm trying to start a new trend. I think it's really going to catch on. Um, I have started uh, back in the day. You, you two might recall, I was doing a, a Barry's boot camp regimen. Yes, and I have realized over the last three years that I have built a monument, a big one, on my body. So I'm trying to reduce that <laughs> monument to just like a small temple. Oh, wow. okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> so is it like um is it like Mount Rushmore? Like can you see president's faces in it? Yes, you oh, can. Oh, there's multiple people in there. There's multiple people in there. I've kind of acquired some a few humans that have passed on the street, so I'm trying to shed them. Uh, well, okay. That's that's great. You know, we're yeah. we're here, we're very supportive of your uh fitness goals yeah. for twenty twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Chris? Do we have any New Year's resolutions? I'm putting you on the spot. 
No, I, it's fine. I, I have a new, I have a couple of New Year's resolutions, but my first goal of the New Year's is going to be getting through my COVID-19, which I unfortunately, mm. I contracted. So I got COVID and I, I currently have it. It's very mild. And, um, you know, I get it, you know, mm-hmm. I get it. And, uh, this is, you got it. You literally got, got it. You it. do got it. And now I understand. You waited almost two years, but you did it. You finally did it. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. I think everybody on the planet has it, uh, at this point <laughs> we're recording early January now. So, but, uh, that'll be my first goal is to get through that. It's really mm-hmm. mild. It's basically a cold. Um, but I'm still, you know, powering through. I, I didn't want to miss an alarm alarmist episode, but if anybody is curious, Rebecca, uh, has, uh, we've agreed to, I'm going quarantining in the garage right now, which is an office space. It's not just a, it sounds way worse when you say (laughs) I've sent him to the garage (laughs) next to the parked cars. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I'm sleeping underneath one of the cars and, uh, I've laid out. It's comfy. Um, it's COVID comfy. Yeah, a torn off sort of piece of carpet I'm using as a blanket, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm using a empty can of oil as a pillow. So mm. I'm I'm doing okay, uh, but uh, well, get through that. Luckily, yeah, you're vaxxed and boosted, and you know that that should be, um, well, hopefully it'll all be okay, huh, Chris? That'll help me. That's what they say <laughs> is that it reduces the symptoms. So I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have not. Yes, as you must all understand, I am not. I do not have it uh, as of now. As of now, we'll see. Um, but I'm testing myself regularly and quarantining, of course. And fingers crossed, I'm in the clear. Yeah. Uh, do we have any idea who's to blame for Chris contracting COVID? Or is mm-hmm. that an episode that we should be? Well, we'll have. To, yeah, we'll schedule that, and uh, that that should be, com- be coming out in February of twenty twenty two. The historical disaster. <laughs> Chris is the Omicron variant. <laughs> um. Well, uh, Chris, we we all hope you feel better soon. Mm-hmm. That's coming well, I, from me as a I already as the podcast feel, host yeah. and as your wife. Thank yeah. you. Well, I already feel better being here with you guys and being able to dig into some of this mailbag and also just sort of, you know, putting out our signal to the uh, to the alarmy. I know that they uh, I know I have a lot of fans and a lot of people really pulling for me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm picturing <laughs> sort of like a stadium of people uh, just mm-hmm. up cheering. Uh, go, Chris, go, Chris. Uh, it's probably bigger than a stadium, but uh, yeah. I know I look. Well, there's people at, outside. I'm there's feeling people that energy. W- yeah. Wishing they had tickets. Yeah, we exactly. might have to build another wing of the mail room just for all of the sympathy mail you're going to get yeah. after this episode. Ends. <laughs> yeah, so we should start that. <laughs> we should get on that. But anyway, I feel the good vibes and I want to put more good vibes out there. I hope mm-hmm. anybody who's going through it now also uh, gets through it with me. So, yeah. Well, you know, for me, my New Year's goal is going to be to get back into uh, running. Actually. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's my uh, it's my time where I can't be on my phone. I can't do anything. Mm. It's very mm-hmm. unsafe, you know, if, as, as you can imagine. If I could, I would run with knee pads and all kinds of you know, protective <laughs> gear. But I'm all about safety running. Um, just get one of those giant balls that you can just run in and you can, you know, like you just run in the ball and just like roll down the street. So if you fall, you'll just bounce around. <laughs> if 
I could, I would. I really, <laughs> that might be my, that should actually be my 2022 uh, New Year's goal is to get one of those balls so that I can run even safer. Um, and no COVID. You can't, like, you'll be enclosed. Right. So no COVID's going to run by you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, I, I'm changing my, my, resolution so i'll start googling so inflatable it. running balls <laughs> okay perfect now uh, let's uh get started with some of these mail uh inquiries uh uh mails mail emails <laughs> wow <laughs> it's always <laughs> it's been a long yeah, vacation yeah I, I, <laughs> we're warming back up <laughs> This is coming from uh, Tina, and Tina says, Dear Rebecca, Chris, Clayton, Amanda, and the rest of the Alarmy, just wanted to write in and add my two cents on the Carrie and Big wedding disaster. I couldn't help but wonder, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, if we maybe should take a look at the meta level of how things played out. For one, I think making movies out of a TV series perhaps wasn't doing the narrative structure any favors. Some things just work better on TV. Personally, I think Michael Patrick King is to blame. Even on the TV show, he took the series to a different level. If you have the time, go back and rewatch season three finale. This is the last episode show creator Darren Starr was involved in, and it could easily be read as a finale of some sort. I didn't know that. Um, Mm. All girls are single and have a rooftop party. When King took over, the show became the glamorous beast it is known for today. Ultimately, I think the show was intended to depict the life of the single girl. That's not how the show ended after its original six-season run. In the movies, Michael Patrick King brought none of the show's writers back. I think a writer's room would have done the scripts good. Mm. On a whole other topic, I would like to suggest you do an episode on... Cochabamba Water War of 2000. What hmm. is that? Um, Clayton's on it. Uh, I'm currently writing my bachelor's thesis and I re- read extensively on the topic. You should definitely get into it someday. All right, that's it for now. Have a great day. Enjoy the holidays as much as you can while the world is going up in flames. <laughs> Your trusty alarmy member, Tina. Uh Wow. Yeah. Okay, so Tina, lots to say. A that lot is... to say. I'm curious what uh, her thesis is about. Um, yes, me too. I'm looking up Co- 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 Cochabamba. Water uh, War of 2000. Bolivia. It takes place in Bolivia. Uh, uh-huh. response to the oh, is this like a water right situation? Yeah, People like, like farmers yeah. versus government or city? Okay, yep. that's interesting. We'll have okay. to put that up on the on our list. Have um, to, yeah. I love Thank you for when the suggestion. A, I love when an alarmy member comes up with a suggestion. We welcome it, you guys. It's it's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and I just think she makes a great point uh, and a novel point about this um, Michael Patrick King being to blame mm-hmm. because I didn't know that first of all, um, and second of all, I think she makes a good point about the intention of a tv show versus the intention of a movie and i think when people watch tv you know resolving these issues or the main issue if you will right whatever the tv show is about is you're just hoping that the creators put it off for as long as possible so you can watch these characters in this funny situation or dramatic situation right so Mm -hmm. so in the case of a movie that's not you know they need resolutions you need to make some tough calls some tough decisions 
mm-hmm. um, and you have to wrap things up in a certain way. And in this case, um, it was a shitty wedding that they. Well, they... <laughs> <laughs> it's I, always hard to, to to like what's the ending. It's like so good in the middle, and it's like how do we get out of this in a clean way? And no one's not everyone's always going to be satisfied. It's no. true, and I think that's the point of television is that you don't really need an ending. Uh, like Chris was saying, and, and you know, so if you're if you're like Clayton and you want to sit in the in the murky middle, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. the messy middle. I mean, I'm just thinking back to what I feel like was like the original Golden Girls, Golden Girls, uh, Sex in the City. It's Golden <laughs> Girls. You see how I can't even just slipped right out. And in honor of Betty White, who recently passed, yes. right. Um But I felt like the ending of that show was kind of like the most lovely, brilliant thing. Like it was, it stayed true to itself. And then they tried to bring it back with the golden palace without B. Arthur, of course. And it just didn't work. It's like, they actually kind of accomplished a really nice ending to these four women living together and always being like sisters. And it's a really emotional ending. And you felt very like sad, but like ultimately very satisfied. And then it's like, you know, if you do get that good ending, which every once in a while, a movie or a TV show does. It's like, just cherish that and don't, mm. don't mess with it. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I think what Tina is also bringing up is the fact that there was a, almost a, a changing of power, right? Or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there was a, a vision. Or that vision, sure yeah. Darren Star had. Uh, and then, I don't, who knows if he knew if the show was going to get picked up for another season. Perhaps he did intend it for to be, a potential series ending at the end of season three. Um, And then there was a, you know, a a, a changing of the guards. And now uh, Michael Patrick King took over and it's, it's now his, his little baby. Right. I wonder what Darren Starr and Mike, Mike, As it's early, 2022. Getting, I'm getting back into it. Michael Patrick King and Darren Starr in a room together. I wonder if they're like, no, we're happy with what each other did, right. or if there's, you know, what's their conversation? Mm. Yeah, this has it. happened with a couple shows, right? I mean, this was uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, they kind of ran out of story, right? George mm-hmm. uh, George Martin or whatever didn't didn't really have what what a sense was sensibly was like season five or six or whatever, and then Both, also yeah. uh, wasn't it. Uh, Veep, somebody took over. Armando Iannucci left Veep in season five. That ended up okay, mm. though. Uh, but yeah, th- this is this is one of these weird phenomena. Oh, West Wing. Uh, Sorkin left it West happens. Wing. And it happens. It, it happens. And-, and it's like, well, does the original creator of the show then sort of forego their... It doesn't matter what they would have done with it, right? Because right. for whatever reason, they left the show, whether it had been contract-related or money or whatever... Um, creative mm-hmm. um, or they just wanted to move on to other projects, whatever, but they sort of, you know, they forego their rights and they give it up to uh, somebody else. And that person gets to usher it into the, and, and gets to resolve it essentially, essentially. So. Yeah. What's that saying that I always don't like? Um, hold on tightly. Let go lightly. Let go lightly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you like it? It's just not my, it's, I don't let go. You, like, do you want to hold on tightly always? I'm just holding on tightly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whoever like, tells Rebecca, me. let go. Yeah. Give me that, whoever's give me that telling idea. me to let go lightly <laughs> just doesn't understand who I am yeah. <laughs> at my core. <laughs> um, um, well, 
you know, it's interesting now with the new season of and just like that, um, that uh, what what's going on. But you know what? We can do a whole episode. On I know this. we're get, we're falling yeah. into Sex in we the ha- City. We world. need to we need to move it could on. Be a Sex in the Thank City you, podcast Tina. if we wanted to. We can spin I, spin this off. Yeah, into something there else. are a bunch. <laughs> We've had them on. We've had experts. as yeah. experts. It's true. Um, so this this is another email coming from Ashton Brook. Herndon. And uh, they say, Hi, Alarmist Podcast. I love y'all's show. I'm a big history nerd and always thought, what if in all my classes? And I love how y'all dive, how y'all dive into the factor, into that factor when figuring out, figuring out who's to blame for causing an event. I really butchered that sentence. (laughs) (sighs) Apologies, Ashton. (laughs) Uh, I just listened to the Che Guevara episode and I felt your pain with not putting Castro in the alarmist jail, but love that he got the big slap. I also wanted to suggest maybe a future case if y'all already don't have it down. Have you thought about doing an episode about the Rust production shooting? Oh, Oh, jeez. I know it's a very recent event and it's still being mm-hmm. investigated, but today while on my break at work, I watched the episode 2020 did of it. And all mm-hmm. I could think about was who you'd all put on the board. My money is on the armor again. Love the podcast. Can't wait to hear more. <laughs> um, yes. Oh. I, I, I think eventually we will probably cover re- that rust production shooting. I think it's too soon at the moment. I think s- some things I, I don't know yeah there, it's the investigation is still ongoing yeah this is there's 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 still a lot of information to come through like one thing we definitely don't want to get into the habit of doing is uh not letting enough time pass before we cover a historical mm-hmm, topic mm-hmm. well yeah information is always coming out and we got to give it a little time for for everything Great. to settle. It's definitely good. It's definitely, there's a lot there. Yeah. To read the news and stuff come out. But yeah, it feels like people are still processing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, but thank you, Ashton, for writing in. We also have another email from Catherine O'Neill. And this says, Hi, Rebecca, Chris, and Clayton. I was just listening to the Marianne Cotton podcast. And as you were discussing things that can be poisonous, someone asked if air could be poisonous. And as an ICU nurse, I can tell you that, yes, it can in certain conditions. It is called oxygen toxicity. Toxicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and can be used by over... Over-administration of supplemental oxygen. I thought I'd throw this tidbit out there. And thanks for making such an entertaining podcast. I really enjoy listening. So this wh- is what do you why got? Too much oxygen. Yeah, this is why they have such good ventilation in airplanes and in hospitals mm-hmm. and certain criteria. It's like, you know, if you don't have any ventilation or like airflow. What? Are you? But she's saying here, oxygen toxicity and can be caused by over administration of supplemental oxygen. So I'm guessing this is like when you have an oxygen mask on, hmm. and well, this, you just get yeah. too much oxygen. Well, yeah, or or there's too much oxygen in the air. That's really interesting. I've never heard of that. It's like water poisoning or something. It's like too much of a good right. thing, right? Um, the uh, I know that my my cousin was an EMT, and he said. When you have a panic attack, you're not getting enough. Um, you're not getting enough actually carbon in your lungs, and what you have hmm. to do—that's why people breathe into a bag. You see people breathe right. into a bag, 
it's because uh, you don't need oxygen in those moments. Like for some reason, I don't know why, um, but you need a car because you're gasping in too much fresh air. Aren't you usually like, <gasps> like when you're panic attacking? Maybe. Maybe Catherine can come in and give us a, could give us a little info on that. But anyway, uh, interesting that you can actually yeah. be, uh, oxygen toxicity exists. There you go. Everything is poisonous. I think we were trying to figure out if there was one thing that that wasn't poisonous or something. Well, I'll tell you but one thing that's definitely not poisonous. Is. It's a warm hug from a good friend. Can't get enough well, of those. I was going to say love, but then you hear about all these mothers and they're like Schadenfreude, whatever, poisoning their kids because they love them. Oh, right. Like Munchausen <laughs> or maybe proxy or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, yeah. I used the wrong word. I, thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I, I've been recently during vacation, I was watching a lot of forensic files and uh, TLC, you know, all the crime stuff. Um, and there was one called Vengeance, a ki- uh, the killer newlyweds is that what it was called i don't remember <laughs> I like was kill- were the newlyweds killing people or they yeah were- they were killing each other oh so, yeah oh god the, the the rebecca has a habit especially when we go on vacation we get access to cable which we cut our cable a while ago but when we go on vacation we get access to cable she likes to turn on shows that are deeply disturbing and dark and she falls asleep mm. to them and i'm left <laughs> in the middle of these shows awake watching needing to right. see some sort of conclusion. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> these murderers are never caught or sometimes these mysteries right. are never solved. And so I'm sitting there. I don't fall asleep. You mm-hmm. understand? I, I stay awake almost. I'm, I'm almost more awake. And um, you're committed to the show. You wouldn't just change the channel. It's really hard. It's really hard for me to, if I'm sure. engaged in the story to kind of pull away from it until it sort of is over. So I get that. Um, well, that, it yeah. soothes me to sleep. What can I say? I'm on vacation. <laughs> okay. That's uh, funny. Well, that's why you're the alarmist. That's yeah. why she's the alarmist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you, Catherine, for writing in and letting us, letting us know that oxygen is also not safe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just w- worry about that now. <laughs> Didn't think I had to worry about that, but now I am. Everywhere you turn, uh, so thank everywhere you, you turn, <laughs> little daggers, little threats. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So this uh, email is coming from, or this message is coming from Claudette Durr. And Claudette says, hi, I'm addictive. I'm an addictive listener and I have to defend your pilot in training in your plane crash episode. Hmm. The trainer is under the watchful eye of the one that is training. That is why you have a trainer. His expertise is supposed to teach and catch problems. I have never written and I do not know if this is the correct media choice, but I train nurses and they are my responsibility and I have to co-sign everything they do until I feel uh, convenient. They know. Confident, Oh, confident, but it says convenient. Uh, They know how not to kill people. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Uh, love That's the show. That's how you should think of all of your nurses. Do you know how not to kill me? <laughs> how not to Are kill me? Are you one of the good nurses? Am, am I okay signing off on you not killing someone? It's <laughs> an important question. I think, you know, Claudette, Claudette makes a really good point, actually. Mm-hmm. And Clayton, do you recall who we ended up sending to the alarmist jail and who we ended up slapping for that? episode I, I i believe we slapped the pilot i i, I have a feeling we slapped yeah, the pilot i could look it up yeah I, while you look that up um you know claudette makes a good point i yeah. I, I think as as someone who was this the alive episode yeah mm-hmm. the andy's okay. flight disaster no i we, think oh i thought th- i thought she was talking about the one the no it, it is the andy's because we no. did put the pilot in training in jail. Oh. And we gave the big slap to the seasoned pilot and right. we backhanded the airport oh. air traffic controller. So perhaps we need to flip that. You know? Sweet. Perhaps perhaps I'm the- trying to think why we uh, I wish I could remember the details. I'm confusing this with Tenerife. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I, I believe we did that because the 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 mistake that they made was so big, right? Right. The the mm. the the one in training. But I guess Claudette makes a really good point. We, perhaps that was an oversight mm-hmm. on our part. Um, huh. I also want to shout out because we just go. That was just back to back nurses. You had Catherine, the mm-hmm. ICU nurse, and then Claudette, who's in medicine. Just shout out to. All of our nurses, I know that I'm I, I'm fairly sure there's a lot of hospital overload right now, and they're very busy. So we yeah. want to give them a shout out and say thanks to all the frontline workers, nurses, oh doctors, EMT. Um, yeah, absolutely. On down the line. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, we'd have to kind of look, go and look at that again because I, I, well, I, it's not. I, I think it's important. It might be something to consider. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll have to. Should we just change it? 
based on hey, this? You're you're the alarmist. You are you, the alarmist. You, you can do whatever you you're want. in charge of this jail, so you yeah, can do I, I can't you believe want. we did that. Now looking back on this, I you mean, can make the decision. It's a ton of paperwork for me and Clayton in terms of these. Tra- you got to really, do the pr- really transfers. Is. But all sure I have, have to do is just say too. I want to change it, though, right? It's, and it's that's yeah. all I have to do. That's all the work I have. Yes, you're I mean, listen. This is the beginning of 2022. You want to set the tone. Set the tone. You make your choice. You make yeah. choice. Be the boss. Okay. I'm changing it. Oh uh, wow. Uh, okay, so the seasoned pilot, you're going to the alarmist jail. Hey, you little pilot trainee, you're getting the big slap. Wow. Well, thank you, Claudette. Who knew? I mean, it, it was just a good point. I couldn't get past it. Now. This is a message from Dina N. And it says, my friend and I were discussing who's to blame for the fact that women have to wear pants or basically be covered. And we managed to get the big three in jail. Capitalism, the patriarchy, and the fashion industry. It's a great. Why does anybody have to wear pants is my question. Well, they're comfortable. Well, it's it. But I think the point she's making is one about you know, like Adam and Eve, God gave them shame or whatever, and they couldn't be naked in front of each other anymore. That's what I'm talking about. How well, come we can't be like in, you know, sure. the shores of, of Spain with where the topless beaches and the bottomless beaches all the time? Although, I mean, I could be, I just feel like, wasn't there like a big push in the feminist, feminist movement to be able to wear pants and not have to be wearing like stockings and skirts? Mm. And like to, mm. So if this is truly like an Adam and Eve, why do we have to wear clothes that, at all then sure but if it's like from that perspective well we can do don't it don't you want to wear the pants well then we well, can flip it and do it from the male perspective of the disaster the historical disaster of letting women wear pants when they stormed into the <laughs> men's section and <laughs> bought all the pants we can Wait, look at the what? disaster from that angle and then all those men had to wear skirts because there were no more pants that's right left. <laughs> <laughs> okay here's what i think i think let people wear whatever they want. Maybe it, maybe it's it's more uh, the, the what we're thinking about. Who's to blame here? Is why are why is clothing gendered? Yeah. So why do Ooh. men have to wear pants? That's a. I would you know? say that's also capitalism, patriarchy, in the fashion industry. <laughs> we're sort of coming out the other side of that, though. I don't know if you've seen the recent uh, magazine covers with Harry Styles on it. Yes, he's wearing d- dresses and. Mm-hmm. And people are very upset about that. Um, uh, are they? Are people really people upset about that? People get so mad so when a man upset. doesn't have, they need that extra couple seams down their legs. It's like oh they can't God. be accessed. You can't access the, I guess the balls right. can't be vent well ventilated. Floating I'm not around? Sure. <laughs> I'm just not sure what the problem this, is. But This is one of those where I just want to say, get a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a life. Got a life. Stop caring about things start that pod, are so Start a podcast. Dumb. Start a yeah. start a historical. <laughs> start an anti men in dresses podcast and read your reviews. I'm sure they'll be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I think there's a big market for that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I know. Don't I think we just that. described Joe Rogan's podcast? But <laughs> man, whatever. Um, well, uh, Dina goes on to say that also in Toronto, where I live, we have a hospital row on University Ave, four hospitals all in a grid, basically uh, two s- beside each other and then across four lanes of traffic to others. There are 
totally are tunnels underneath the streets that connect all of the hospitals oh, so patients can be moved safely and then not in the snow uh, and not in the snow in the winter. There you go. We so, were talking about Amanda. That's a good hospital. Hospital yeah. and the doctor leaving through a complicated yeah. series of caves. So that actually exists. We're going to have to um, get on the horn with Amanda and mm-hmm. let her know that she doesn't have to be stressed about the uh, her, you know, what happened in the past. <laughs> let's not even just, yeah. let's not even think about what we're going to say. Let's just call her and see what happens. Let's just call her and just say that, hey, Amanda, you don't have to be stressed about what happened in the past. No context. And she'll it, probably get it. She'll get it. I think that could be she'll an email. It. I'll be honest. I think that could be an email. No, I think it's a call. Let's okay. get her on the horn. <laughs> um, okay. We have two, uh, two more uh, things to cover. Now, this is from Jordan. And Jordan uh, says, this is regarding Mariah's New Year's Eve disaster. Those stage managers 100% should have gone to jail. Mariah's is professional, and she was confident that if given the correct setup, she would nail the performance with minimal rehearsal. I would have sent the stage managers to jail and given Mariah's overconfidence the big slap. Thank you for making life more interesting, Jordan. Okay. Well, I love. And just a I reminder, we sent like this. Mariah's decision to miss rehearsals is what we sent right, to jail. Right. And the stage managers got the slap. Right. Something um, to think about there. I mean, they are definitely. I mean, you wonder what would have happened if they did have. I mean, if the equipment was there, I'm sure she would have had a great performance. So he makes a great case. But her missing rehearsal was a big mistake. They weren't able to work out the kinks. Here's the thing. I just think for me, the rehearsal part is is a bigger deal than the stage managers. But I understand Jordan's point mm-hmm. saying, you know, this is their job and they should have provided her with the correct right. you know, devices. <laughs> um, right. So I think it just comes down to uh, a difference in opinion, but it's a totally valid opinion and I appreciate it. Um, As performers, I think the rehearsal and missing the rehearsal really hits home to us. Yes, it's like what we have. We'll probably about, wait. You know, yes, we're we're biased to that. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. I still have those nightmares. I still have those nightmares too. Um, but you know, we in all fairness, we're we're in the same vicinity. Feels like we're close. You know, what more blame, less blame. We're close. Uh, but thank you, Jordan, for writing in. Um, and now we have a voicemail, right, uh, Clayton? We do, yes. I'm going to, uh, this is, do we know who this is from? They're going to introduce themselves on the voicemail. So oh, you're okay, hear. great. Yeah. Here we I go. I can't wait. I love these. Hello, my alarmy leaders. Um, <laughs> I'm Caitlin calling from Michigan. This is going to be kind of a lot because I couldn't leave a message earlier. And I wanted to leave a message because I know Amanda really loves it. She's an old fart. Um, I've got a little bit of a backlog that I'm working towards because I couldn't listen for a while because of my job, but I'm catching up. I just finished the Trail of Tear episodes. A couple things I wanted to say. First, there was also an episode. It was a mailbag episode, October 29th, 2020. You said your listeners don't smoke weed. And as someone who lives in a state that is legal for both medical and recreational, I can certainly confirm that at least some of us do. <laughs> and as for the Trail of Tear episode goes, 
Um, I love how you guys went a little crazy in it. I mean, what you guys sent two people to jail, two people to jail, and slapped like four people. Freaking love it. Um, and I couldn't help but keep coming back to something while I was listening to this episode. I kept making ties between all of that and Nazi Germany. And it just really makes you realize how fucked up our country is. Mm. So, anyways, love the podcast. Got a little bit of a backlog to listen to, so I know I'm kind of behind with my message, but... Love you guys, especially Chris. He's my boy. I love him so much. He makes me laugh. Here's that fun. There you go, wow, Chris. Chris, getting wow. that love. Are you sure? Is that an actor you paid to uh, uh, leave a voicemail? You know, I really don't like this narrative <laughs> that uh, anytime you created it. someone calls in <laughs> um, and says something nice about me, that it is uh, something that I set up. I... <laughs> You know, I, I, I don't want to have to keep justifying myself. Look, these people are just fans of mine. I have a lot of fans. And uh, the sooner you guys can accept that, I think the sooner we can just get to the business of doing a podcast. I, I just got to say, I love voicemails because you can, you know, it's so fun to hear people's voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just really makes it personal. Um, so, Caitlin, thank you so much for uh, calling in. And uh, I can't think of why i would say that alarmy right? members don't smoke weed but i believe you i mean huh. i'm sure I'm, there's quite a few who partake it, it feels well, like just, a very like a big statement for me to make it's it, and it's what is interesting are you sure you made it did i don't think she called out anyone i wonder it could have been anyone i don't think i was that. on that episode so but it's, that, one of, that, it's that, either that's gonna be our next historical tragedy yeah, maybe uh, it was figuring a joke. Out who said that? But yeah. uh, <laughs> I was curious when she said that. She said she can guarantee that some do, and I was wondering if she went out and did a poll or something. How she could guarantee <laughs> that? I was just curious. Like, <laughs> this struck me as I was interested in what the research was there. Well, you're a fact checker, so it would make sense that you want to uh, know. Not my mind is always in there. You were so right, Clayton. Yeah. You're yeah. So, that's where my mind goes. Um, and and you know as far as the you know making the connection between the trail of tears and other historical you know tragedies and and big time events i mean i think i i agree with you this is this is what is so interesting for me is like how just history just keeps repeating itself and we these terrible tragedies just keep happening over and over again and i'm like really no one uh, no one stopped to be like uh, maybe we shouldn't do that one again well maybe we shouldn't <laughs> In fairness to the past, they didn't have podcasts. Mm. So now that we have podcasts and we can do this show, I'm hopeful that the tragedies will stop. Mm. Well. You heard it here. 2022, (laughs) the tragedies stopped thanks to podcasts. And and so did the podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, I mean, we're we're getting close to the end here. Clayton, you know, and I just want to encourage our listeners, our fellow Alarmy members out there to, if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe our show. I can't tell you how much it helps us, you know, continue to do the show. Um, it, it helps spread the word. So, and it only really takes like, I don't know, 30 seconds, maybe less. I might be over, you know, giving you too much time. It it might even be 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. Um, Clayton, are there any 
reviews lately? Yes. Actually, okay. we have some a slew of really wonderful, thoughtful reviews, and I'll just give you a couple. The first uh, from Melanie, uh, and she says, can't stop listening. I recently started The Alarmist from the first episode and I'm working my way up to the present. The dynamic between Rebecca, fact checker Chris, and uh, producer Amanda is a lot of fun. They always keep me laughing out loud somehow as they dig deep into these historical tragedies, but are never disrespectful to the subject matter at hand. Once you get into the show's rhythm of the board, the verdict, and the follow-up discussions with the expert, it becomes truly addicting. I often spend time after the show continuing on in my research since the discussions are so interesting. Love the show. That's Aww, nice. Thank you, Melanie. I love the um I love that it's actually inspiring people to continue like the deep dive and be like, oh well, I, I want to know more about this subject. It's actually more interesting than maybe I thought it was before. That yeah, is I- ideal for me, you know. <laughs> Use it as a little jumping board, I think. Yeah. And go and absolutely go and dig around. I don't know. You know, maybe you'll come across a book at the bookstore mm. that, you know you might not have noticed before or it might not have caught your attention, but you're like, oh, wait a minute. Is that, does that take place during the... Uh, Bronze Age? Yes. I was going to say... <laughs> it does. It does take place during, during the X, Y, Z time. X, Y, Z time. Or maybe you can use it like, you know, you're in conversation and instead of it being like, oh, I heard this article on NPR recently, like, oh, I heard this really great episode on The Alarmist recently. I sound so smart. (laughs) And then you can talk about the subject. Yeah. Um, Because you learn something. Well, okay. So, so, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll insert X, Y, Z. So, um, I, the, does that take place during the Irish potato famine? And you're like, there you go. You You got it. Context. (laughs) Um, anyway. Uh, th- thank you, Melanie. Thank you. Writing. And I'll share one more with you from Leslie Loves Vampires. Mm. She says, I've been listening, or they say, don't want to make assumptions. They say, mm-hmm. I've been listening to this show from the beginning, but I never wrote a review. What was I thinking? This podcast is by far one of the best I've stumbled across. Love the wonderful discussions and clear group chemistry. Your Donner Party episode is one of my favorites, and it inspired me not only to research the disaster more heavily, but to do a makeup look inspired by Tams and Donner. Perhaps I'll do a Titanic-inspired look next. In short, love the podcast and keep up the wonderful work. That is so nice. So I would love if Leslie Loves Vampires, if you have a picture of this makeup look, send a shot to the show that we could post. That would be so fun. Yeah, I think she might have tagged something on uh, Instagram recently. Yeah, but but send it again and we'll make sure to post it after we've talked about it on the mailbag Mm -hmm. episode. That's so cool, though. Um, That is really cool. You know, th- thanks to everyone who's written in it and uh, who's sent us reviews and uh, mails and thoughts and messages and all the things. We really appreciate it. We wish everyone again a happy and healthy new year. And tune in next week. We're going to be discussing the Tangaway train disaster. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.